The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Braun Silva, and today my guest is Adrienne Bailon Houghton. We're going to be talking all about Adrienne's journey to motherhood, her journey with IVF, and how she keeps a clean and organized home on both coasts. Don't miss it. Let's start by talking about Mother's Day. It's your first one, and I know it it's. Is. It's been a long journey to this road. How are you celebrating? My family tried to celebrate last year and I felt like because uh, we were already pregnant, but I was like, no, like I was like, I, I feel like I don't deserve it yet. Like I haven't gone, I haven't had sleepless nights yet. Now we're going all out. Okay. I am going to be eight months into this thing and I am so happy and I'm so excited to celebrate this journey. And the fact that I really get to celebrate this year, it still feels I still stare at my son and I'm just in awe of the fact that I got my little miracle and that, um, yeah, I, I'm loving this so much. Yeah. Are you hoping for like any sort of gifts? I know your son really is like your gift. Like, oh, my gift. I've, yeah. I've been reading, I know all about your journey and all of that. So I really know like what it took to get to that moment, but like, really like, what do you want for Mother's Day? Okay. Honestly, I know exactly what I want for Mother's Day. I would love to have a brunch with all the women in my family surrounded by the other mothers that are just the best, my sister, my mom. Um, but I really want, like, if I could make it picture perfect, I want to be able to like sleep in a little bit, be woken up by like the men in our family, either ordering or cooking a really nice dinner, like a breakfast for us. Like I want pancakes in bed. Like I want the works. I want my husband to walk upstairs with like a rose for me in the hand with my son. I want it all. I want to be able to stay in my PJs all day. Maybe have someone come to the house and give me a little massage. Those are the vibes. And I honestly want to spend time I know there's some moms that are like, I just want to break on Mother's Day. For me, it's going to be a celebration of what I prayed for the most. So I want to just be able to be in my pajamas and spend the day with my baby boy and my husband. I, I love it. So my kids are seven and 11. So I'm one of the moms that's like, you know what? Maybe I go away from you're like, let me out of the house. Yeah. You're like, no. I'm going to be spending the day away. Right. I feel but- that. Adrian, I also know that, you know, you're, you're from New York, but you work in LA. So you're bi-coastal. And I can't even imagine like, managing my apartment in New York City like you know as a mom and a career like you have two home I, I'm assuming the two maybe there's more but like there's New York yeah how do you stay on top of everything it is not easy but I feel like for me having an organized and clean home is so necessary I feel like everything else in my life is wild chaotic everything that's going on in my brain is chaotic with my businesses and the ideas that I have and the creative side can be super chaotic that when I get home I need that to be like my safe haven like I need it to be clean organized I desperately need peace in my home so 
keeping a clean home has been a must for me, which is why I'm actually super excited that I got to partner with Bounty and their new Bounty. And I'm obsessed with the name of like this campaign, which is hashtag get sheet done. Brilliant. Brilliant. So brilliant. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, so many times I find myself procrastinating and I'm like, oh, I have to get things done in my household. Uh, as a Latina, I think the kitchen is where everybody tends to hang out and everything goes on there. So keeping a clean kitchen is a must. And so the fact that I can now get so much more done with an efficient one sheet. Right. Life changing. You know, I want to, I want to ask you this too. So I'm not Latina, but my husband is Puerto Rican and Cuban and we've been together 20 something years. Oh my God. We were teenagers when we were together, but his grandmother, his Cuban grandmother caught like, it's like bounty is like the, for everything, right? Like there's like, it's like what we would call, you know, like Kleenex or a Xerox, like it's only yeah. bounty. Like yeah. I'm wondering if you guys, if you had the same kind of thing, like we're only allowed to use bounty, like bounty yeah. for everything. <laughs> I feel like when I was younger, you know, obviously we were penny pinching and like trying to save as much as we could. And we definitely tried to get the bootleg. And when my mom realized it was not the same, baby, we are going to go through this roll in five seconds and it didn't pick up anything. Yeah. She was like back to bounty. And I feel like now that I'm a mom, I recognize just like it's the small things that make such a big difference. Like I need efficiency. I can't be wiping down the same surface five, six times with a baby on my hip. And I've only got one hand to do it with. I, I got to make it happen as quickly and as swiftly and as efficiently as possible. One swipe picks it all up with one sheet, life-changing. Yeah. And I want to ask you another question on this topic, because there's like sort of this debate that I've seen is like, my husband will just go through about like, for one swipe garbage, but like, I will reuse it like a few times. Dang. Okay. <laughs> and I'm shocked that he's Latino and he doesn't reuse the bounty. What? We that one sheet last. Like I literally was just washing uh, some, some bottles the other day. I was washing bottles. And when I finished doing the dishes, I dried my hands with one sheet. I then realized that the water has splashed around the sink. I dried down the sink. And then I folded it and left it on the top of the side of the sink, like just in like, case something else was to happen and I need to use it. Sure enough, I was making my son a bottle. I dropped some formula powder. I was like, oh, I have a damp bounty. Go, I swiped that up. Then gave my son the bottle. He ends up spilling it. I wiped that down as well. And I was done with it. I was like, okay, now this is enough is enough. Now I can throw this out. But I felt very, I was like, okay, come on, multi-purpose, multitask. The possibilities were endless. That the bounty like earned its like it earned its name. Pick yeah. picker upper for sure. Absolutely. And so I was looking also at your Instagram. You guys just took a trip to Puerto Rico, which is amazing. But ever is what you said, eight months. So yeah. tell me about that traveling with a little one. We know it can be stressful. How was he? What did you like? How was it? How was the plane? How was everything? He's a pro. And I got to say, I really do think that it's because he started traveling at such a young age. He's been on plane since he was two months old. I had my first job in Atlanta shooting. I can see your voice. And so we did that. It was a much shorter flight. It was like two and a half hours, three hour flight from New York. And I was worried because the reality is when you're getting on a plane with a baby, I feel like people are like, oh God, the baby's going to scream for the next three hours. And I found myself almost like wanting to apologize yeah. and which is super whack. I'm like, listen, he's a baby. He's going to cry. That's what he does. 
Um, and he ended up being super chill and just falling asleep. So my must-haves are number one, when you are traveling with a baby, you need a travel coche. You need a travel uh stroller that is going to be super easy for you. I actually had like a three-piece crazy big stroller that I absolutely loved for other things. But for traveling, it was impossible. I think at one point they asked me to remove the wheels. Excuse me? <laughs> TSA, are you tripping? I'm traveling sometimes alone with just the baby. And I was like, how am I, like, am I going to ask a random person on the line to hold my baby while I'm taking off the wheels? No. no. I was like, I will never do that again. So I've learned having a one piece stroller that literally you can have the baby on one arm and fuakata it opens and fuakata it closes like it has to be a one hand situation that you can absolutely put through the machine you want to be able to fold that thing up and ride it right through the tsa machine so that to me was a must um, the, I feel like you have to design a stroller now called Fuakata. Like Fuakata, just <laughs> It's necessary. That don't give me any ideas, okay? <laughs> I I will. Um, so I that's it. necessary. Then the other thing is you have to have like a million pacifiers. Yeah. Like I needed. I feel like they were falling out of his mouth. Like they were disappearing. They were the mystery, magical disappearing pacifiers I would look up and be like where did it go they would be behind him all bad so I felt like having enough pacifiers was a must and then preparing a bottle right before we boarded was so necessary for his ears you know on takeoff and landing it's so important that you guys put either a pacifier in the baby's mouth or an actual bottle so that their jaw and there's something about the suction actually opens up and unclogs their ears as we're re reaching higher altitudes. So he actually ended up sleeping the whole flight. And I was like, thank you, God. But he's such a good flyer. I feel like also picking flights at certain times that you know your baby will be asleep on is so important too. So I either get an early morning flight or a late night flight, either the red eye coming back home or we fly early morning. And we ended up doing uh, the JetBlue flight from New York to San Juan. And it was at eight o'clock in the morning and he ended up just knocking out. Oh my goodness, lucky you. That's really great. I'm so happy to hear that. And you know, you've also, like I mentioned before, you've been so open about your journey to motherhood. I know it was like six years, um, IVF, miscarriages and all of that. So I don't really want to go into all of that because I know you have been open about it in the past, but I want to know what you would tell a mom who is kind of like in the thick of it, who maybe is like teetering on the, on losing hope, you know, because six years is a long time. Like, you know, so what, what would you say to that mom? Yeah, I went through eight IVF cycles. And I think around the third one, you would have thought I would have been like, okay, this is ridiculous. I, this isn't happening for me. And so the main thing I would tell them is your journey to motherhood may not look like what you imagined, but there are still so many ways to still become a mother. With, for me, I never imagined that surrogacy was going to be my last stop and my last option, um, but it was. And I'm so grateful that I still get to have my child. And if that didn't work out, maybe it was an option of adoption or whatever that was. So I think there are, there are so many different alternatives, but ultimately I would say if you still have that desire in your heart and it's the first thing you think about when you wake up in the morning and the last thing on your heart when you go to sleep, then don't give up. I mean, there is hope and I'm proof of that because I think even in the first three years, I was told that it probably was not gonna be possible for me to 
have my own child uh, to get pregnant, to actually carry. And there is something really beautiful about the resilience and holding on to hope. And I would say find outlets that maybe have stories of things that can bring you hope that will bring you encouragement, whether it's like, you know, I have my YouTube channel and we did an entire series called Faith and Familia, whether it's watching that or podcasts, I know of other women who are constantly giving you information and trying new things, but um, keep hope alive. And I feel like, again, that desire in your heart is not there uh, for no reason. I believe there's absolutely a reason why you have that desire. So hold on to that. That's so beautiful, Adrian. Really, thank you so much for sharing that. And I am speaking of your YouTube channel. I was just watching on your Love Always, Adrian, your self care routine. I'm like a little blown away here. You did a lot in that short amount of time. And wait, you do your own roots. So let's talk I about self care. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of moms are kind of like feeling like a little stuck. And like, you're, I think go first of all, go watch Adrian's self care routine on her <laughs> channel. But like, tell us a bit about how you take care of yourself. I feel like my son takes about three naps a day. And all the other naps are always dedicated to either getting work done, getting household chores done. I'm like, okay, I got to go do the dishes. Like this is the one hour I can dedicate to that. But I would encourage moms that if you can just find one of those naps, one of them, I'm not saying take all of them to just be chilling, scrolling Instagram, watching TV. But if you could just take one and decide what that one is going to be for me, it's his first one in the morning. He gets up at about 6 a.m. and we'll play, do a feeding And then at about nine o'clock in the morning, he's like, okay, I played for three hours. I'm like starting to go down for the count. I will be like 9 a.m. This is my moment to take a shower. This is my moment to, I told you, I will multi, I will literally do laser hair removal on my legs. (laughs) It's a lot. I did that. I, I get in the shower and that's the one shower that like, it's not like a quick one. It's like, okay, I can really take a shower, shave. Mm -hmm. That's my moment for me. So I'll even time these things. I know he usually takes about an hour nap. That day he woke up a little early. It was like 50 minutes, but hey, we got a lot done. I yes. <laughs> got the power, shaved, then got out, did a little laser hair removal. Then I was like, I need to dye my grays because my grays are out of control. And I used to get them done in a salon. And then I was like, First of all, it was super expensive. I really do need to touch up my grays. Honestly, I do it like every two weeks, which is okay. insane to go to a salon every two weeks. It's super expensive. Right. And it's and time I, away from ever too. It's exactly. A long time. I was like, it's literally going to take me 30 minutes to get there. I'm going to be there at minimum an hour, an hour and a half if I'm lucky. Right. And then a half hour to get back home. That's almost three hours that I'm away from my son that I don't want to be away from him. Yeah. So Listen, box hair color, it says, leave it on for 10 minutes. Let's do it. And in those 10 minutes while I'm processing, your girl's also going to do a little skincare routine. I put on a face mask, some under eye patches, do what you can. I love a good Laneige lip mask, do it all. And then I got in the shower, rinsed it out really quick, slick back hair bun. I am the queen of the mom bun. Nothing makes me feel more put together than just having my hair pulled back. He's now at an age where he wants to grab my hair. He'll grab a track, pull my clipping out. It'll be all bad. So my I, son I, pulled, I, so I, so you'll, you'll appreciate this. I got my nose pierced in LES like many years ago, then re-pierced yeah. it after I had my first kid. I don't know. I was feeling like I need to like be cool like again. Edge, you know? He ripped it out while nursing. 
And I was like, that's it. Done. Like never. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't wear big earrings anymore. Now it's, he's grabbing my necklaces. It's getting a little crazy, but having my hair slicked back, I don't know why it makes me feel like at least I'm somewhat put together. Like something looks sleek and chic. And at least I, I feel a little put together. And then I showed a little five minute makeup, which is a little concealer. Some mascara goes a long way, a little bit of lip balm. And then he woke up. Right. And then it's, but I felt like I, I, I looked like I had uh, just a five minute moment to do something nice for myself. I love that. You really have to just figure out what works for you, whether it's like a slick back hair, whether it's getting the nails done, whether whatever it is. I love that. Um, okay. Final question, Adrian. I'm so glad you are back on our televisions. Um, tell us about the new gig with E. I'm really, really excited because I just love, I just love seeing you. I feel like I said, like, I feel like we're friends. Like, I think a lot of people feel that way about you from like that the talk. To me. Yeah. So just tell us about the new gig and like, how are you balancing it? You know, what's, what's all that about? So it was awesome. Obviously, when the reel came to an end, I was so sure that I was just going to go back to New York and chill and enjoy motherhood. And then I got this crazy opportunity to become a part of E! News and to become a host of it. They were bringing it back to air. And I was just like, wow, just to become a part of, I really do feel like E! News has always been the gold standard of celebrity news. And just to be a part of that iconic uh franchise has meant so much to me. I mean, literally like Ryan Seacrest, the Juliana Rancic days. Like it was like, it's the only thing I would watch when you were watching Oscars or Grammys and red carpet and, and just great celebrity news. And so I was super excited to be a part of that. And I got to say on a schedule level, it is the best. I literally don't, it's an evening show. It comes out at 11 PM. So literally it's like the last 24 hours of all your celebrity news. You will be fully updated. And I don't have to go into work until three o'clock in the afternoon. So I get my whole mornings with my son just to be a part of that routine. I go into work at three. I'm done by 6 p.m. So it's three hours of work and I get to come home and be with my son. And most of the time he's with me in studio in my dressing room. So say, why um, don't you just break up, right? He was like, everybody over there loves him. My co-host, Justin Sylvester, uh, loves him. And it's it's just been awesome. And just finding that, again, that mom Working mom balance has been necessary, but I'm just so grateful uh, to be working and um, to be back on TV four days a week, Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. on E! Entertainment. I love it. I always feel like, you know, good things happen to good people. You struggled with, you know, bringing your baby into this world, and we just love to see you thriving. So thank you so much for the time. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you.